What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is Thursday, May 10th, 2018, and you guys are listening to episode, what is it, 355. How the hell is everybody doing? I uh, hope everybody had a uh, nice time in between shows. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm going to jump right into this show, okay? This show might be a little shorter because I have to go run and... Uh, and do something so, you know, it'll still be a decent length, but uh, it might just be, you know, 10 minutes short, five minutes short or whatever. Um, so, but I'm going to jump right into this thing because I just saw something on Facebook and I'm not even going to do Unacceptables this week because I'm going to fucking rant everybody. Okay. I'm going to rant and then next week I have a guest. So, uh, send me your Unacceptables so I can log them. And, uh, if we get some good ones, that's what I'm doing too. Uh, moving forward, I am going to be, kind of just doing unacceptables. I'm changing the format of the show a little bit. Okay. Um, so what's going to happen is I will still do unacceptables and I'll do my unacceptables sometimes, but, um, I'm going to be doing the, the great unacceptables. I am not going to be dedicating 20 minutes or 20 plus minutes of the show to unacceptables because, you know, quite frankly, we've done so many of the, you know, the, the certain things, people's behavior in restaurants and barefoot and this and that. However, if you have the unacceptables like the Uber driver who got, you know, handed a baby and the mother left. If you have a Kelly Meyer type of unacceptable, you know, Kelly Meyer's, you know, he's got carte blanche on the show. Um, so stuff like that. If you have that, I want to read those. So please don't be embarrassed if you send them in. Um, you know, I would love to listen to your unacceptables, but they need to be really unacceptable. Um, so I'm changing the show a little bit that way. Also moving forward, um, a lot of guests want to come on the show. And even though the Verzi effect doesn't have a lot of guests, um, there will be, of course, I'm going to keep doing the Patreon. Thank you so much. Um, you know, there's always going to be a minimum of four extra Patreons per month for only $3 a month. So you're going to get that no matter what. And that could be just ranting. uh, That could be guests and all that stuff. But uh, with the regular show, the TVE that you're listening to now, I am going to have not always, but definitely more guests uh, and people that I really want you guys to to hear and and, and talk to and stuff like that. So uh, moving forward, I'm going to be doing that and some really cool, exciting guests too. Um, but let me jump into let me jump into this because I just saw this on Facebook. Some comedian posted this up, and I can't believe that this is even real. So, uh, where is this here? Yeah, this is unbelievable. All right, so this dude just posted up something about a woman who went to yeah. Here we go. All right, this is real now. Uh, the Huffington Post. A woman says, I was kicked off uh, the Harry Potter ride for being too fat. Okay? And this is, I guess this is really real. Um, this woman was 35, and apparently um, she basically started to get into Harry Potter. Okay, she says, I refuse to take an additional guilt of not having gotten into Harry Potter until I was 35. But I'll admit that despite the annoying J.K. Rowling versus Native People scandal, whatever, uh, blah, 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 I deeply, uh, I got deeply sucked in last year. 
It was the depression and disgust surrounding Donald Trump's election that sent me into this fantasy. Okay, so basically what she's saying is she was, you know, depressed and upset about Donald Trump. So at thir- as a 35-year-old woman, she got into Harry Potter. Okay, so she basically um, goes to... She goes to the Universal Studios outside of Los Angeles last month. Um, I demanded that our first experience uh, be the, uh, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, interactive area of the park designed for the fan who wants to taste the, uh, who wants a taste of the wizarding life. Uh, as it was my first time at Universal Studios, I couldn't have possibly more tickled to drink uh, butter beer. And visit all the uh, Hogsmeade shops. Okay, so she's going to go to all the shops. She's going to get the wand. She's going to get all this stuff. But then I received the most dreadful, helpful message from a friend who saw that I was, uh, you know, that she was around the the area. My dear friend so-and-so, who has been a guest on my Woman of Size podcast about discrimination against fat women's bodies... Um, heads up, I was kicked off the Hogwarts ride because I didn't fit. It was humiliating, but they gave me uh, front-of-the-line passes to the rest of the rides at Universal. Just be aware. Um, I've been investigating size-based discrimination. I'm going to stop there, okay? I'm going to stop there because this is the fucking problem with what is going on in America. This is the problem with what's happening in colleges. This is the fucking problem, okay? Everybody loves to be offended. Lose some weight, you fat fuck. How about that, okay? I don't give a fuck if you're a man, if you're a woman, if you're a fucking animal, if you're a fucking alien, I don't care. If an amusement park says that you are a threat and a danger, then just, then you gotta get off the ride. I mean, what the fuck is going on here? And the, the, the park was nice enough. The park was nice enough to give her the front row of, of the rest of the park. And now, and now she's upset because she was a danger. She's probably spilling over into the other seat, you know? And I'm not trying to be rude, but there's a picture of her, and she's eating snacks and drinking beer. I mean, yes, she's fucking overweight, and it's a, it's a liability for the park. I don't understand. What's the park supposed to do? So now I think it says that she wants them to redesign the ride. These people want to have rides redesigned for the kinds of bodies that they are. So scientists should go, oh, well, you know, we got to have the fat fuck line. We got to have the fat, you know, we got to have that. It's like, what are you talking about? Stop it. I don't understand. It's the most ridiculous thing I ever seen. Put down the beer and the fucking nachos at an amusement park, you know? And how about you find out what the weight requirements are before you fly to Universal Studios? It it's it's so it really is it's so selfish and it's so unaware. It's so unaware and just nuts. It really is. You know, I've been on an airplane with people that are overweight. Men, women, whatever. When you're spilling over into the other seat, you know, it, it's not comfortable. And and there there is there's like weight and balance distribution on airplanes. And an amusement park can't have some fucking huge person sitting there. 
You know, and the park was nice enough to be like, hey, we're really sorry about this. Go enjoy the rest of the thing. We're going to give you front-of-the-line passes to the rest of the rides at Universal. To the rest of the rides at Universal. You have, the, you have, you get, you just walk right up. Okay, that's hours of your day that people have to wait on that. They were nice enough to do that. And there's a picture of her doing like duck face, holding a beer and whatever those cinnamon sticks are that you get. It's like, what are you doing? It's, it's, it's just, it's just so ridiculous. And then this says, while safety is often the given reason that fat people are excluded, it's clear to us that companies are actually just keeping the general public safe from our fatness. That is the most ridiculous thing. It's hilarious, but it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It, it really is. How can you expect to go on a ride, you know? You have some friggin' monster sitting next to some eight-year-old skinny kid. He's probably shitting bricks because the thing is leaning to the right or the left, okay? The thing's gonna go, you know, do a loop-de-loop or whatever. It doesn't fly off the tracks because this fat asshole can't stop eating cheese. It's like, don't get put on a fucking roller coaster. Oh, my God. I Like, honestly, man, I, I am just... It's getting to the point where, you know... Now, uh, uh, I wish I didn't see this. Now, amusement parks are going to be like, have to be hesitant on people's safety. I mean, hopefully they're not going to be hesitant because of this. But like, and I love how they're saying, oh yeah, they're using safety in quotes. They're using safety as the reason. Yeah, yeah, because people have gotten killed at amusement parks. People have gotten killed. How about, how about the, the, the one girl that a wire snapped on a ride at Six Flags and cut her feet off at the ankles, both of them, and the family ended up getting like $5 million. And that girl doesn't have feet from her ankles down because she went to Six Flags Great Adventure. She wanted to have the fucking time of her life, and she ends up leaving without fucking feet. All right? Yeah, safety is a concern. How about all the accidents that happened in Rye Playland? You know, with with you know mechanical issues, the lat and that and that's probably just that's probably just mechanical issues. That's probably just you know failure of 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 maintenance of the rides and all that. You know, so on top of that, now now you got to worry about somebody th- you know upwards of 350, 400 pounds getting on the ride, and you got to say to them, hey, you know, you look, you can't say to them, hey, listen, you're a big fat fucking monster, and you really shouldn't even be on the premises because not only can't you, you know, no one's gonna say that. No, what they're going to do, yeah, here's some food tickets. Go continue this, you know, gluttonous behavior of yours and go on the front of every line that will have you, but I can't have you on this ride. Sorry. I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, we're at a time where people who are overweight, heavy, and fat are, are <laughs> we're at a time where they get sensitive about the safety of others. Think about that. Their negligence of their body. Their lack of discipline, their whatever, their gland issue, whatever you want to say, okay, is now becoming uh, going to be a problem for other people's safety is essentially what they're saying that they want this park to do. They're, they want the park to design a ride. I mean, I, I just honestly, man, like I just don't know. If I was 300 pounds, okay, and this is, has absolutely nothing to do with with, you know, race and gender and all that. Okay, this goes for male, female, you know, black, white, Asian, Latino, whatever you are. If you were 350 pounds, if I was 350 plus pounds 
and I showed up to an amusement park, and I went there, and they were like, sir, you just, you know, you just, you're, you're over the weight requirements for this ride. I'm sorry. Here's a free pass. Yeah, I might feel bad and embarrassed, but you know what? I'm going to go home, look myself in the mirror, and be like, fuck, I need to do something about this because I can't even enjoy a fucking amusement park because of my eating habits. How about that? How about anybody taking responsibility for their actions, you know, instead of just doing the, the, the lazy way? I want to I um, shout out to my buddy Giannis Pappas, okay? I really do. Because Giannis put something out there, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but Giannis put, uh, put something out there. And he was basically just saying, like, you know, since we're generalizing how evil, you know, white men are, uh, have been in history, you know, and then he just starts going on to the whole thing of, like, you know, he goes through all the races, African, Greek, Arab, Roman, everything like that. He's like, well, you know, break it down. He's like, break it down. You know, uh, he's like, you know, should you also credit them for ending slavery? Should you also do this and that? And he just starts breaking all this stuff down. And basically what he was doing in a, in a whole thing was he was basically just saying like, you know, it's, it's, it's just easy to put place blame and, you know, and um, it's lazy. It's just lazy to just, you know. Because you're going to say all this stuff now, but forget about the accomplishments of certain groups. Or if this group did that, then you generalize how shitty the group is for doing that. Totally with the lack of, you know, acknowledgement of all the good they did. And it goes for any race and group is really what he was trying to say. You know, he started it out with that. But he was basically trying to say, if you take a group, okay, and you're like, they're pieces of shit because they did this. They're about this. They're about that. It's horrible. Okay, it it really is a lazy thing if you're not going to also go, okay, but they also did this. And it just goes to show that everybody is looking to point a finger at the other group. Everybody's looking to point a finger everywhere else but them. And if you go to an amusement park and you're a big fat fuck who can't control himself and you can't get on a ride, that is on nobody else but you. But Paul, why are you calling them fat? Maybe they have a problem. You know what? Maybe they do have a problem. But don't show me pictures of that person drinking beers and eating fucking sugar sticks and then being upset that an amusement park said you're a fucking health hazard here. I mean, you're, you're a safety hazard here. Okay? Because quite frankly, we don't have a roller coaster flying off the fucking tracks. All right? Because you're, you know, you have diabetes. Give me a fucking break, everybody. We really need to stop this. It re- I mean, it's got to stop at some point. When the hell are people just going to go, all right, I need to get my shit together. Oh, I'm on fire, guys. I don't know. I I saw that and it's just, all right, let's try. I mean, I don't even know. I don't even seriously know. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm basically going to rant for the rest of this podcast. I don't even know what the name of this podcast is going to be. All right. I'm not even talking fucking about sponsors right now. All right. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. All things comedy. They're great. Check out. You know, Coach Mike, you know, City Living Dog, um, Powder Your Balls, all that shit, all right? I'm not talking about that right now. I'm talking about, um, I can't believe it. I think I, I sound like an old person, but uh, it's, it's, you know, I guess this is what bothers me. What bothers me is we we're... We're in a time where it's like, whose turn is it to be offended? I got to tell you, one of the coolest shows that I did this year, one of the coolest things when I think back and I go, what did I say or do on stage that I really was proud of and I liked? 
was it this year? It might have been this year. Beginning of this year, end of last year. I think it was this year. But it was when me and Sal Vicano went to Mercy College. And I literally just stopped my act and I said, you know, you guys are really cool. And I said, I just want you people to know that people don't want to go to colleges. Comedians do not want to go to colleges. And they looked at me confused with their little fucking curious head tilt. What do you mean, Mr. Comedian? What I mean is people don't want to come and perform at universities because millennials today are sensitive and they're, 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 they, don't, they don't know how to take a joke. And I said, you guys are so cool. I was doing gay jokes. I was doing violent murder jokes. I was doing all kinds of jokes. And they were laughing and they got it and they were cool. And then when I told them that and I said, keep this up and be an example of what, you know, humor is. Because there's always going to be somebody to be offended. But they kind of got it. And it was actually really cool. And then later I did a show and somebody said, hey, were you at that college with Sal Vicano that time? And I said, yeah. And they remembered it. And it was really cool. So um, I love things like that because when you can not take yourself so seriously and be able to listen to other people, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, um, and it's a shame because, you know, um, going to a comedy show and getting offended means you're really missing the point and you're not even able to enjoy the money that you spent, you know, you're not even able to, to understand what you were doing. You know, uh, when you spent that money on a comedy show, yeah, you're going to hear things. You know, my mother was diagnosed with stage four cancer. If somebody's got a funny cancer joke, I have a joke about cancer. And I think it's funny. I'm not going to get offended by it. You know, I lost my brother-in-law at 30 years old to a, to a heroin overdose. Okay, if you got a funny drug joke, I'm going to laugh at it. You know, I'm going to laugh at it. He would laugh at it. You know, I understand that it's not a personal thing towards me. And I don't understand why people can't separate the two. And it's two reasons. One, they're too dumb and they just can't help themselves. Or two, they just really want attention and they're looking for something and they were never even at a comedy show to be at a comedy show for the right reasons. They were at a comedy show to get offended and complain and do that. And then that's somebody that you just can't help. You know, you guys know I've been talking a lot on this fucking podcast about how people need to communicate. And people need to, um, you know, people need to understand that if somebody does something that's a piece of shit thing to do, they may do something that's good and you just shouldn't always label them as that. Yeah, you could not like them, you know? Like, it's just, I I don't know, I talked about, I think I talked about it last time, but, you know, the, the whole Space Force thing with Trump is one of the most hilarious things to me, right? And I'm just giving you an example of what I'm talking about right now. One, I don't know if you guys heard, but yeah, he wants to do like the Space Force. And he said, we're really big in space right now. Which What does that mean? I said on stage, what does that mean? Did we win a Grammy? Did we win album of the year up there? What does that mean? We're really big in space. And, and we're going to send people up to, 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 to a Space Force. And I got to be honest, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's to do something just to be the first to do it, even though it makes no sense. Because having a Space Force military branch is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Unless there's wars going on up in planets and we don't know about it, whatever. You know, I think it's ridiculous. And I think somewhat it's a little bit, you know, I think there's a lot of lunacy to it. However, the guy is getting, you know, Americans that were freed from North Korea and making progress with Kim Jong-un. And I think that that's great. And I could separate the two. You know, but the fact that there's people that will sympathize with this whale 
I mean, I don't know if it's a whale. I didn't get to see the whole thing. But I'm just saying, in general, the fact that people will sympathize with somebody that is clearly over a safety requirement at a ride, and instead of looking themselves in a the mirror and saying, I got to get my shit together, they want the park to design. Do you understand how ridiculous that is? Do you understand? She's depressed about Trump, so she gets into Harry Potter. And now she wants a, 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 she wants Universal Studios, a multi-billion dollar company, to design a ride for her fucking negligence. I mean, it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. And what's more ridiculous is there's people that sympathize with it. I, I don't understand. I really, I don't, I don't understand. I would love to talk to somebody and be like, yeah, I understand that it might be hard to lose weight. I understand that there are some health conditions, but you can't tell me that when you're snacking. All right. Um, anyway, there you go. So the, how far are we into this thing? Oh, I'm fired up. I'm, I'm fired up. That's like somebody going, listen, I have a temper and I tend to punch people in the face every now and then. Okay, can we just make an amusement park where everybody has, you know, whatever hand they are, lefty or righty, they just go in with a boxing glove and everybody's got headgear on. And when one of us snaps, we're just able to start punching people. Can that, you know, why, why I'm a victim here. I have an anger problem and I punch people in the face every once in a while. You know? What about sexual deviance? Hey, listen, the park can't have you pull your cock out on the on the uh, on the Ferris wheel. Well, you know what? Build a Ferris wheel where I could pull my dick out because it's something I do. <laughs> I love going to music, but I can't help it. Okay, I started a podcast. It's called Take It Out. It's about people who just can't leave their genitalia, you know, covered. And I need, this is not right. It, it's, you know, granted lunatics, I'm not being literal because then you could say, well, Paul, that's really assault and indecent exposure. Again, if that's you, jump off a fucking deck. Don't kill yourself. Just jump off like a high deck and break your leg and be in the hospital and think about how dumb you are if that's what you think. It, you know... What else are we going to get offended about? Let's go on a list of things that we could be offended about, okay? Uh, pizzerias that don't have gluten-free pizza. How dare they? How dare they stick to the same recipe since the beginning pizza was invented? You know. <laughs> because Trevor and Brendan have a gluten allergy. Um, what else? What else could people be offended by? Let's see. Let's, oh, they don't have your ice cream flavor. They don't have your ice cream flavor at Carvel. And it's very, just, it's such a, it's so, you know, it's discrimination to people that like things other than the classics. You know. I mean, I like pomegranate flavored ice cream now. Why, why does it have to be chocolate and vanilla always, you know? What else could people get offended by? Anything. Anything you could get offended by now. Oh my God. I hate people. I hate the majority of people I just hate. 
No, I don't. I shouldn't say that. The majority of people are great. There's a handful of people in the group that just, you know. All right, I'm going to get off this because I'm going to really fucking say something here that I don't want to say. Or I'm just going to start getting mad and I'm going to yell. And I don't think you guys wanted to tune in to the Verzi Effect episode 355 with me just doing this. But I am, I am, and here's the thing, I'm in a great mood. I'm rested. I had my coffee. I had my eggs with brisket. By the way, if you haven't had eggs with brisket, do yourself a favor. Go to your local barbecue restaurant or shop or deli or whatever and get, you know, freshly cooked brisket. And if they don't make eggs there, just go home, heat up the brisket, make yourself eggs however style you want. You guys know I like over medium. And then put a side of brisket, salt and pepper, and just buckle up because it will take your taste buds to a place that uh, is very, very happy. Uh, <laughs> it is, and I did that today. And I'll tell you what else I did today. Then I went across the street from the, our favorite deli and I went to another place and I got an iced coffee and a fresh made chocolate chip cookie. And here's the best part. I'm still losing weight. My clothes are fitting better. I feel good. I pick and choose the sugar and the carbs for the day. So today I had one piece of wheat bread and I had one chocolate chip cookie. Now that's going to be it. I had a yogurt, I had some eggs, a little bit of brisket, no carbs really, other than the one slice and and a a cookie, and that's going to be it for the day. So now we go salad, we go protein, a lot of water, walking around, and there you go. But that's what I'm doing today, and I feel good. I feel great, and then I come down, and I sit down, and I'm like, well, let's do a podcast. Let's, Let's do episode 355. I'm excited. I'm gonna. I'm revamping the podcast style and format a little bit. I'm gonna have some exciting guests on not only the Patreon but this. We're redoing stuff, and I sit down and I see depressed about Trump. So they liked Harry Potter. They go to Harry Potter. They can't get on a ride because they're heavy. And this is discrimination against plus size women. And then it just set me off. And it would have set me off if it was a plus size man. Okay, it would have set me up anything, you know. I saw a woman pushing her, legit, I was in a, a cheesecake factory. I told you guys, I tried to get it on camera. I saw a woman pushing, a, a, not only was the dog in a stroller. Okay? Th- this woman went, this is how far this woman went, okay. This is how far this fucking woman went. She put the dog in the stroller, but then it had like a baby, you know, like a baby in the shade or a baby in the sun, they have like the, the shade hood for the for the baby. This thing was like rolled up in like with a shade hood and a screen. Okay, pushing four wheels. I mean, this woman full-fledged treated this dog as if it was her baby. And, you know, what's going to happen when, when she comes moseying on down into a... <laughs> into a <laughs> you know... I'd love to have seen the fight she's had on an airplane trying to get that thing on there or, you know, going to an amusement park. 
I just think the dog could handle the triple loop-de-loop going 500 miles an hour. He's my baby. He should enjoy this experience. Like, ma'am, he's going to be out cold and go into a coma. Do you understand? Okay? You could barely fucking live through this thing, let alone this, you know, rat on steroids that you're going to be holding. Get it off the ride now. Get out of the park, you fucking lunatic. How about this? How about you get in your car and you go to the hospital and you tell them what's going on? <laughs> oh, my goodness, everybody. I'm trying to think, what offends you? Please, for the love of God, write to me what offends you. What what offends you? I know you guys listen to my show. So if you guys like my show and you listen to my show, we're pretty much on the same page. Okay? But if there's somebody new to this, I want to know what if, I'm trying to think of what offends me. It, like, I'm, tr- I'm literally, like, if you called me a, a fucking Mediterranean, Greek, Italian, fucking Guinea, you know, chain wearing, eat, you know, meatball eating, fucking, you know, have your, you know, mom do your laundry, like all the stereotypes that Italians get, you know, you white car loving, fucking, like just making fun of our fashion, everything, just all you do, you know, you eat pizza, watch the Godfather, all, whatever you want to say about us, I would genuinely fucking laugh, first of all, because half of it would be true. And even the half that wasn't and just mean would just make me laugh. I don't, I don't get offended. I, I, I don't know, you know, like, I don't know what would, like, what would be, what's offensive when somebody's trying to make a joke or for safety or for whatever, you know? I think that turning the phone off on the airplane is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever, I'll be honest with you, I don't really turn the phone off. Full discretion, when they say put it in airplane mode, I, I, I really don't. And there's been many, many times where I didn't. Um, or, you know, I used to be scared when I was afraid to fly. I made sure that every electronic device was turned off during takeoff because I didn't want to be responsible for taking the plane down until I started flying constantly and realized that that was all just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. If there's any aviation people, pilots and everything, tell me privately. I won't read it out loud. Tell me privately. Is it bullshit? Because I think it is. Because I've had my laptop on. I've had my phone on without airplane mode. And guess what? I'm doing this podcast right now. So, you know, I mean, I don't understand. You know, but I don't get mad. I was like, why? Why? Because I have a shaved head? This, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to start a movement. I'm going to march because... You told me that. I, I didn't. You didn't say it in the same tone as you said it to the guy with the full head of hair. Um, yeah, I, I really am trying to think of what offends me, and I can honestly say I, I don't think anything offends me. I, I really, I really don't. Um, especially like when it comes to safety of others, telling a joke, or doing all those things, you know. What offends me is people that are easily offended. What offends me is when you come to my comedy show or any comedy show and you talk and you're rude and you're on the phone and you're just talking. That offends me. That's beyond me. You know. And uh, that those are things that are offensive because that's, you know, that's, you know, actually affecting somebody's livelihood. That's when you get offended. You know, if somebody attacks somebody that you love, that's when you get offended. This and that. You don't get offended for these other things. I think it's all excuses. So, and you guys should read Giannis Pappas's, uh, you know, Facebook thing to see that. What he said and what he was uh, trying to, um, trying to say. A lot of people are talking about Childish Gambino. 
That's right, Donald Glover. By the way, shout out to Donald Glover for being as talented as he is. That guy is so fucking talented because uh, he started out as a writer and an actor and a comedian. Uh, he actually has a Comedy Central special called Weirdo. Um, he was a writer for NBC's 30 Rock. And then all of a sudden he was joking. This was really cool. So the reason he got the, the name, I kind of said something about it on Facebook, but the reason he got the name Childish Gambino is because Wu-Tang Clan has a website called with a, with a it's called the Wu-Tang Generate name generator. And what you could do is you could go to it. Anybody could go to it. I did it. And you put in your real name and then it says Woo Me. There's like a Woo Me button. W-U-Me. And you click the button and it'll then generate your name into this thing and come up with just some ridiculous, funny, joking name. So Donald Glover goes in. <laughs> I guess he put in Donald Glover, or I don't know if he put in his middle name. And what came up on the Wu-Tang thing was Childish Gambino. And he tells that story, and he's like, man, if I knew that this was going to be serious, I would have never done it. That's how talented he is. So he would, like, go on, and people would be like, oh, I heard you could freestyle rap. And he would, like, go on and freestyle rap, like, better than rappers. Like, just as this kid who was just, like, a writer and a comedian. Like, he was just ridiculous. Um, so then Childish Gambino became, he's like winning Emmys, he's women, winning Grammys, and I uh, just hosted Saturday Night Live. So I put Paul Verzi in, and I was at the wrong site. So when I first put Paul Verzi in the Wu-Tang um, name generator, it came up Phantom Conqueror, which is, <laughs> which is kind of dope. It kind of is dope name if you think about it. Like if you're gonna have like an alter ego or like something weird, it's a little, it's a little too much. It's a little too spooky. Like Childish Gambino is is kind of cool because it's like uh, it's got that kind of gangster Italian thing, but it's also childish at the same time. So it kind of you know jokes with it. It's kind of actually really cool. Um, and now you think about it, it's really dope. Um, you know, Phantom Conqueror seems more of like a you know, like more of like a superhero than anything. But then I realized I was on the wrong website, and then I finally found the official. Wu-Tang name generator website and anybody could do it so um, <laughs> when I put it into the real one it came up thunderous bandit so thunderous bandit but then I put my middle name I put Paul Thomas Verzi in and, <laughs> and what came up was unlucky magician <laughs> so uh, so when you put in Paul Verzi it's thunderous bandit which isn't the greatest alter ego name. But um, he did this video called uh, This Is America. And it's getting a ton of, it's getting a ton of, um, you know, play. And, and, you know, obviously it's political and obviously, you know, uh, liberals love it and conservatives hate it. Or, I mean, I, I kind of guess, but, you know, because he's, he's making a statement in it. But if you watch it, it's really like he's clearly saying a message through his art. And uh, for better or worse, like it or not, it's, uh, it's cool. And it's got people talking and it's obviously doing something. So kudos to him. You know, there's one scene in the video where he just, somebody's got a bag over their head and they're held captive and he puts a gun to the back of their head and he blows their brains out. He basically blows the hostage's brains out 
and then he takes the gun and he puts it on like a silk pillow and then they drag the body out. So basically what he's saying is in this country we, we, we treat guns, you know, and he's making his message. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to take either a side here. I'm just saying he made a political statement through his art and it's getting a ton of buzz. And it's a really freaky video. There's also a scene where a black church choir is singing and happy and he just takes an AK-47 and just shoots them all and then he goes right back into dancing. It's kind of freaky, so check it out. Childish Gambino, uh, this is America. And uh, But one thing you can definitely not take away from uh, Donald Glover is how ridiculous he is uh, as far as talent. He can act, he can write, the fucking kid could dance, he could sing, he can rap, he's a comedian. I mean, the guy is just, you know, so shout out to him. And I am not mad at anybody who's got their hustle on like that. Um, and he hosted Saturday Night Live. And um, they did a <laughs> they did a really funny sketch because, as you guys know, Kanye West said a lot of um, things that you know that, that really upset a lot of people, saying that you know slavery was a choice and that you know he wore a, a you know Make America Great all that stuff. So SNL did that um, did a sketch, and it was I guess it was like in the Quiet Place uh, you know spoof. And they were all they were all supposed to be. I don't want to give it away. You could watch it, but I'll just kind of say what it is. They're all supposed to be. You have to be super quiet, or this monster gets you, right? And uh, they're all walking in the weeds and stuff. And it's got all those you know those tall weeds, almost like in the movie Signs, you know. But it's dark, and they're all looking on their phones about what Kanye West told TMZ, and they have to whisper, or the monster gets them. And then as soon as they see what Kanye West, somebody's like, "What the fuck?" And the monster just snatches them out. And it was actually really funny. It was really funny, I thought. Uh, I didn't watch the whole episode. I didn't get a chance to, but I liked it. I thought it was super clever and uh, and funny. And then he did another sketch where he was a lawyer in court, and I thought he did a great job with that. And you could see all of them, um, you know, digital. You could see them on the, on the laptop and all that. But um, I thought that that was really funny. So um, what else is going on, guys? The New York Yankees, my New York Yankees. I know some of you don't care. Maybe some of you do. The New York Yankees have just won 17 of their last 18 ball games. Uh, this has not happened for 65 years. This has not happened since uh, the 1953 Yankees. Um, this team is, and I mean no disrespect. I know people are going to say this is a blast. This is a blasphemous thing to say, and you're going to go at me and go, "What are you talking about?" This is by far, hands down, the most exciting baseball team that I've ever laid my eyes on. And I love Robinson Cano, and I love Mattingly, and I love Jeter, Posada, and Mariano, and all those teams. But I have never in my life watched a lineup from top to bottom that has about seven to eight guys that are exciting, and then the ninth guy that you don't think is exciting, he's the guy that gets a hit. It's just unbelievably fun. Uh, I don't know... Why I'm enjoying baseball in May. If you guys have been listening to the show for years, I went years without it. It's when we had a $200 million payroll and we still stunk and we were beating up terrible teams. And, and all of a sudden, these young kids come up from the farm and you're like not in low expectations. And it's like, oh, the new crop is coming. They totally lured me back in. Plus my son getting into baseball. But, um, you know, watching night after night beating the Angels, and then the Astros, and then the Indians, and now the Red Sox, beating them all 
is like the hardest stretch of their schedule, and they're 17 of 18. And the game that they lost was by one run. So, like, this team, it's just every night it's a different player. Um, they're having fun together. Uh, the Bronx is rocking again. If you are in town, if you're from, you know, even if you hate the Yankees and you want to see them lose, if you are in New York, go and sit down at Yankee Stadium, eat the food, have some drinks, and enjoy a game you know, when the weather's good at Yankee Stadium at night and you have nothing to do but to just chill and watch a ball game for three hours, it pretty is. It pretty much is one of the greatest things that you could do. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this because I was out of it and now I am fully back. Probably because I'm getting older and, you know, I, I, I like just pastime. You know, when, you, <laughs> when you're 25, you're like, hit a fucking home runner, let me go do a shot. You know, when you're in your late 30s, you're like, I hope this game lasts 17 hours. I could just sit here. <laughs> I don't need anything. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's it's such a fun time uh, to, 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 you know, and they got the closer. They got all these people. That Aaron Boone's a great new manager. He's so calm and cool. When we were losing and not doing good, he's like, it's coming, it's coming. And it, sure enough, it did. Even keeled. So, um, yeah, it's just a fun time to be a Yankee fan. And um, what can you say? What can you say about the basketball? Like I said, it's WWE. Big surprise. Rockets are playing the Warriors in the Western Conference Finals, and the Cavaliers are playing the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. So it's all this big maze, up and down emotions to get there, and you ultimately knew what was going to happen. And I think the Warriors are going to beat the Rockets. I could be wrong, but I think the Warriors are going to beat the Rockets. And um, I am rooting for the Celtics against the Cavs. I know LeBron James is a good guy. I'm just, I just don't, I'm just, I don't know. I just want him to lose. I don't know why. I think it's just because of the threatening tweets or letting upper management and people know. But who knows? I might do the same shit if I was him. So I don't know why I'm, I don't know what it is. Because when he went to Miami, I was like, this is bullshit. Then when he came back, I rooted hard for him. And now that he's still back doing it, I don't know why. I don't, I, I just got this really fickle relationship with, uh, with the, the, the them winning with him. I, I don't I don't know why. But NBA Finals, absolute must. The Warriors Rockets is an absolute must watch television. Such great players on the court. Not you know, the all star team that is the Warriors, and then you got Harden and Chris Paul and, and the Houston Rockets, and then you got this young fucking wizard coach with the Celtics, Brad Stevens, who has backups in the Eastern Conference final playing against uh you know, LeBron James, it's it's great stuff. Yankees are flying, and um, apparently the Mets were doing good, and now they're shit in the bed. I don't know. Um, I think that's pretty much it with sports. And did I see a movie? Did I see a movie? I did not see a movie. No. I didn't see a movie. I'm debating if I'm going to take my son to see Infinity War or whatever. Um, the, the, you know... Having children is great for many, many reasons. And one little extra thing is that you can take them to a movie that they want to see and sometimes you get pleasantly surprised. Maybe that will be the case, but I am not a Marvel movie guy. You guys know that. I didn't even see Deadpool 1. Everyone's telling me how great it is. One night I'm just going to watch Deadpool 1 and then probably just go see Deadpool 2. But I just have such a problem with a, an adult dressing up in a costume and running around at night fighting crime. I don't know why I find it one. It's I find it ridiculous. 
Um, well, not when you're, you know, not ridiculous when you're 12. I find it ridiculous when, like, I have 43-year-old friends who are like, dude, you go see Infinity War? Yo! That shit is, it's like, it's like yeah, it's, that shit is CGI computer generated with grown adults who are making millions and millions of dollars to dress in Halloween costumes, and you're buying it. Um, what else do we have? Okay, this is a uh, continuation. So I had to stop the podcast and, uh, and get back to it because I had to run to, uh, I had to, I mean, I'm only going to do this for, I mean, the podcast will only be another 10 minutes, but... And you guys didn't feel a thing, but I had to go run and uh, take care of something, so I will finish uh, the podcast. But I'll tell you what I found out, everybody. Uh, I will tell you right now, Verzi Effect listeners, stay tuned, because next week, the Verzi Effect will have a very special guest, and it will be up early in the week, maybe as early as Monday night or Tuesday. Very special guest, big time guest. Okay, we're working on the details right now. And if God forbid something happens and it falls through, I don't think it's gonna because everything pretty much got confirmed. But I'll just say this, okay? Tune in next week and tell a friend to tune in because it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be the biggest guest the show's ever had. Uh, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. So if something falls through, I'll be like, shit. I mean, I'm definitely going to get him on, but it looks like it's happening, uh, very soon. We confirmed yesterday. Okay. Um, it is a celebrity of movies. It is a celebrity of, uh, huge TV shows and movies. And a big sports guy. There's your hint. We'll be on the Verzi effect. And I'm really excited about it. Okay, so. And it's going to be a quick turnaround. So you're going to obviously, you know, you're going to get this one. And then you're going to get uh, a big one. Like I said, I'm restructuring stuff. And uh, what could I say? The first guest that I'm going to have with, uh, you know, the restructured show is a monster. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. Hopefully I'll have it up on Monday night or Tuesday, but, uh, we already spoke and we're going to be doing something in Manhattan, um, early next week. So I'm really excited about it. It's, uh, you know, I'll give you a hint. You guys want a hint? Here's the hint. Uh, HBO show, huge HBO show. That's the hint. Um, there you go. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking and doing some stuff. And, uh, you know, there you go. So the Verzi effect coming on strong with the, uh, you know, with the guests next week. All right, everybody. Um, what to talk about? I was really nervous yesterday because... Um, my son was nervous about something with his game. And I said, dude, don't be nervous. And they had like a 90-year-old umpire. I'm not even joking. They had a 90-year-old umpire who had a meeting with both coaches at home plate before the game. And he literally has all of these rules. So he'll stop the game. He'll be like, get that bag out of my sight. 
I don't want to see a baseball bag. All the kids in the dugout. I don't want the guy on deck. I don't want to see him. All this shit. Like, it was like this guy was easily, easily above 75 years old. Um, he was old school manager. Like, this guy looked like he called games for Mickey Mantle when he was a kid. I mean, this guy was... And afterwards, my son was like, that ump was mean. And I was like, Lucas, that ump was 90. All right? Like, this is all he's got, and just go with it. But um, my son made a sick play again in the field. Like, he just, nothing gets by him in the field. And I was just so into the game. But um, the, the ump was freaking people out. He was just one of those guys that was like, you know, this is how you do it. This is how. He's like, if the kids do not have, he said, all of the shirts need to be tucked in and all of the laces need to be tied. Like this guy was fucking old school, man. And it was actually kind of cool and refreshing. But at the same time, it was just like, all right, dude, they're eight years old. Let's kind of let them play. Um, so whatever. And then the, it, it took so long and the game started late that they had to stop it because of the rain. Um but uh, I am going to be, guys, I don't know if you guys checked out the new uh, Paul Versey website. I hope you did. Uh, I paid for this shit, and uh, I love the website. But uh, I got some shows that I'm really excited about and I want to plug. So I hope you guys could come out to them. Okay? This weekend, tonight, I will be at the Fat Black Pussycat tonight around like 11. And then I will be closing out the midnight show at the stand. That's tonight. Um, tomorrow I'll be on the midnight show at the stand. Uh, then next week, a bunch of shows, but next weekend, guys, May the 18th, catch a rising star in Princeton, New Jersey, Friday and two on Saturday. Check that out. Princeton, New Jersey, catch a rising star comedy club. I haven't been there in a while. Come out. It's a great little spot. Great little room. Should be awesome. Guys, tickets will be on sale today. For um, my late brother-in-law, Kevin Lanto Benefit at Levity Live, June 10th on Sunday. Okay, right now it is me, Jessica Kearson. Dean Del Rey was just added to the show and possibly Bobby Kelly and I'm working on others. The lineup is going to be sick. Just like every year, for you people that don't know, we've had people like Artie Lang and Bill Burr and Sal Vacano and Jim Florentine and Bobby Kelly uh, was already there. Pete Davidson from Saturday Night Live popped in. All of these people, these special guests pop into the show um, to just show their love and respect and it's amazing. And uh, my wife and I and our family really appreciate it. And this, uh, you know, this... Coming one June 10th at 7 o'clock on Sunday will be no exception. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so please come out and check that out. Other dates were added. October, I'll be at the New Loft Comedy Club in Chicopee. That's all the way in October. Okay, uh, I got... Uh, where am I going to be? Uncle Vinny's at the uh, end of the fall. Uh, oh my God, my fucking allergies. I'm going to sneeze... Damn it. Sorry, everybody. It's unprofessional. I'm sneezing on my show. My eyes, I'm rubbing my eyes. These fucking allergies, dude. They just turn adults into children. 
You ever just see an adult just rubbing their eyes, eyes tearing, sneezing? Like it's just, it's ridiculous with the pollen. Like you, you turn into a kid. I want to start, I want to sit there and start crying. Look, I sound all stuffy. I'm not even sick. It's just all these allergies. It sucks. But anyway, yeah. Also, August, I'll be at the Comedy Cellar at the Rio in Vegas. So I got Vegas coming up. I got Massachusetts coming up in the next few months. I got Jersey coming up. Um, you know, a ton of stuff in the city. Also, I'm going to be uh, back at the uh, festival for um, all things comedy in uh in Phoenix, Arizona in October. So Arizona's coming up. All of these dates will be added to the Paul Verzi website. Please check out paulverzi.com. You could see everything on there. But definitely, guys, next weekend, uh, May 18th and 19th, please come out and uh, see me in Princeton, New Jersey. Going to be a great time. I'm busting out a bunch of new material, but you may still see some dope ones from the special because I'm going to give you a show. Because that's I'm a professional, everybody. All right, I'll be sneezing up there like a toddler. And um, there you go. So those are all the shows. I hope you guys come out to them. Okay. Uh, and if you haven't bought my album on iTunes, guess what? You could get the album available on iTunes right on my website. That's right. You go to paulverzi.com. You click on the the merchandise uh, page. It'll go to my site, and boom, it brings you right to Night at the Stand on uh, iTunes, and then you can purchase it right there. Okay? You can purchase it, and uh, you can purchase... Uh, I don't even know if you can purchase tracks or if you have to purchase the whole album. Either way, you can get it there. Okay? It came out September 25th, 2015. So what is that? Two and a half years ago, or th yeah, two and a half years ago, and uh, it is still doing great. And I want to sell a million copies. Okay, so I just have a lot more copies to go. So buy that damn album before uh, my special. I'll say this comes out, and we are any day now away from closing it out. As a matter of fact. We were going to close out the deal and I was going to be able to make the announcement and there was one little thing that uh, I heard needed to be changed. So I'm still waiting. I'm waiting like you guys, but I can tell you this. It's coming out and it's coming out within a few months. So that much I can tell you. Uh, but in the meantime, if you want to hear my first hour and my first album, which is available to the public, check out Night at the Stand. Uh, you guys fucking rule. And because you guys rule and because you guys are the most not unacceptable thing or should I say since you guys are the most acceptable thing I am going to have such an amazing show for you next week with such a big guest so tell anybody that that you know that has liked the show before tune in next week everybody I want next week's podcast to be the biggest numbers the show has ever done and I know it's going to be anyway but it's going to be dope okay an HBO show. A little HBO show called Entourage. There you go, everybody. How about that? There's your, there's your, uh, there's your big hint. It doesn't get, you know, uh, a little show called Entourage that was on HBO and it did kind of well. Uh, I will have a guest, one of the leads from the big show Entourage. I will have on the Verzi Effect next week. And he is a huge sports fan. He is a huge New York sports fan. And uh, I, am, I am looking forward. Me and this dude met. And I am looking forward to having him on the show. So uh, you got to tune into episode uh, 356 next week. And um, 
Yeah, I don't really have an unacceptable this week because um, I was just so angry at that fucking amusement park thing, and I was, and and then last week I got into it with some things, and I'm like, you know what? I don't, you know, I almost hit a bicycle in New York City again. This time opening my door, but I've I've done that already, you know, and and it's starting to get to the point where what's what's unacceptable is me just not hitting these fucking people because I can't because I'll go to jail or I'll, I'll get I'll be the one that's in trouble. I parked the car in front of the fucking stand the other night and I pull up right in front of the comedy club. I'm right there and I open my door and a guy goes whoa and he just like swerves to the left and it's like. Yeah, I mean, how about you don't speed when you see a car put its brake lights on and just park? How about that? You know, it's bad enough you got to look at the rearview mirror and all these different mirrors when you're driving in this city. Now you got to park and just stay in your car looking out the window for some asshole with a helmet on, you know, delivering Chinese food or trying to get in shape at fucking, you know, 1030 at night. Fuck you. That's why I didn't want to do an unacceptable. Anyway, there you have it. This is the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned next week. Got a really, really big one. And, um, you know, if you got any, if you know who my guest is going to be and you have any questions, hit me up. But uh, that one is not going to be one to miss. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I am out of here. Talk to you soon.